What is up and welcome to Rebel and Create's Craft of Fatherhood podcast. This is your guide, Ned Shout. Rebel and Create are words that I live by. I believe fathers need to rebel against the status quo of low expectations and create a life mastering the craft of fatherhood. Our role as fathers is far more important than our culture is letting on. There's no one to blame, but the opportunity to take responsibility is on us. It's time we own who we are, own the opportunity of our fatherhood role. I want fathers to discover who they are. They are powerful leaders who are making an impact on future generations. The question is, what kind of impact are you creating? This Rebel and Create podcast will last 10 to 15 minutes and we'll dig into questions sent to me by fathers as well as review Monday's Fatherhood Field Notes podcast. The goal is to dig into the role, the purpose, and the identity of the father. Thanks for listening, and please email any of your fatherhood-related questions to ned at rebelandcreate.com. And hey, please, don't forget to smile and have grace for yourself. You have what it takes. Do you pray with your kids? And if you do, when do you do it? And if you do, what do you say? And if you do, what does it mean? Now, if you're not a praying man, I think that this conversation will still resonate deeply with you. And whether if you liked it or if you didn't, shoot me a message, uh, either email or on Instagram. Uh, emails ned at rebelandcreate.com. I would just love to hear if this resonates with you at all. So shoot me a message. That'd be cool. It will all resonate with it because each of us have children and each of us want our children to get along and each of us want our children to be grateful and I mean, I even myself, when I think about this with my kids, I get so frustrated, but I do this too, where I get something and then, or something goes my way. And then later that day or the next day, something doesn't go my way and my world falls apart. And it's so easy to see in your kid, right? You see in your kid, they got, uh, you know, a treat at lunch and then at dinner time you say no. And then it's like, they feel like they are owed that. And so in this conversation about prayer with my kids, this has come up this week where we've had a couple conversations about what this means. So come back to me seeing the kids sit down, grab their food out of the kitchen and go and sit down. And even let's make a pause on this. When they go to grab their food, is their first thought, hey, mom, thank you so much for making this. Hey, dad, thanks for working to provide this food. Now, I'm not saying I need them, you know, rubbing my feet and kissing my my rings uh, <laughs> in worship. That's not what it's about. It's their own personal state. Like if they're just rolling into that kitchen going, this is owed to me. This is always here. There's no thoughts around the big picture of what's happening. And that's where the idea of, of prayer for me really comes in with the food. We'll talk about that. And then when you wake up, when you go to bed, and so this conversation, this, this past couple of weeks with my kids has been more like, so I walk in, I'm like, Hey, did you pray for that? Pray for that food. And I realized, Whoa, dude, you're just asking them if they check something off their list. And I realized then that they would, so I said, pray for your food. And then they just were like, Oh no, sorry, I forgot. I'm so hungry. And then started to eat, um, or, or throw down like a quick prayer that we always say, and um, like, God, thank you for this food. Bless this food. Help us have a good day. Like whatever that might look like. And so our conversations have been a couple things. And I just wanted to share them with you as you and I are working to one, pay attention to what we're saying and doing to our kids. And then also for our kids to live in grateful states and know how to parent them through this. So whether you use it in the format of a prayer or 
or a acknowledgement to some higher power or uh, just a state of gratitude, the conversation I've been having with my kids, which turned out to be really cool yesterday specifically, was around lunch. So we come out and I said, did you pray for your food? And they're like, oh no, and they started to. And I was like, whoa, 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 hang on a second. I was like, why did I even say, did you pray for your food? I was like, your food doesn't need prayed for. Like your food is already blessed, if you will. Your food is already a gift. And so we had this conversation about when you sit down and you grab this food, you know, sometimes when things are such a rhythm and such a routine, we don't even think about it. And so what we did is we, t- we talked about, hey, you don't need to pray for this food. It's not going to do something special for the food. It's already special. It's already amazing that peanuts were grown for this peanut butter or strawberries were created so we could enjoy strawberries or, um, you know, f- what did we have? Fish that was out in the sea and, and, and it was something that we get to taste and eat. And so we talked about how you're not praying for the food to be blessed you're taking a moment to acknowledge, whoa, this is incredible that this food's in front of me. I'm not eating the same bland thing every day. I'm getting to try different flavors, different things, different different tastes. Uh, I'm getting a variety. Um, I, I, I wasn't even starving. I was I was hungry. It just happened to be lunchtime. And so I'm I'm getting to go into a kitchen, grab food, sit down. I the thing is I didn't even think about it. Like I didn't even think that this may not be there. And so we just started talking about when you sit down and you have your food, if you're gonna pray or if you're gonna be in gratitude, you're gonna go, Thank you for this. And so what we did is we said, let's start going down the line, like for this food? What can we go around and be thankful for? And so we're like, thank you, God, that a fork was created. Thank you that my arms work. Thank you that there's a sun that feeds it. Thank you that somebody watered this. Thank you that somebody figured out how to put it in a package. Thank you that somebody figured out a freezer. And so they kept going around, right? And, and we went around and started going, Whoa, there's so much to be thankful for when you just pause and have your food. Now, one of the most beautiful things about food is, you know, typically in you're in my world, we're eating three times a day and then maybe a snack or two, right? It's wild the amount of snacks our kids have compared to what I had as a kid. Um, <clears throat> but say you're going to have three meals a day. And we can guide our children and ourselves not to just check it off a list to go, did I pray for my food? But hey, am I realizing that I I didn't play every single part in this food being in front of me? There's a whole lot of things happening that are way bigger than me so that this food can be in front of me. I mean, I've got food on my plate from other countries and other places and different, you know, am I acknowledging that? Am I stopping to go, whoa there is something much bigger than me happening. And that's the goal. That's the goal. If you're going to pray, that's the goal. If you're going to be in a state of gratitude is that three times during the day I'm pausing and I'm acknowledging it's not just, Oh, I don't like peanut butter. Oh, I don't like the crust on my bread, whatever it is. I think that we can start to move away from those things. When we start to acknowledge, you know, it's like an affirmation. It's, it's, you're saying it multiple times a day. And then to remind ourselves, like, it doesn't just have to be, dear God, thank you for this food that's in front of me. Bless the hands that made it. Amen. I mean, that's fine. But the the thing is, are you thinking about what you're saying? And it doesn't have to be some long, crazy Thanksgiving wordy thing. It can be, I'm going to take a moment and take a deep breath and go, whoa, I'm eating 
a poke bowl right now. Whoa, I'm eating a turkey sandwich with a tomato and avocado and I threw some salt and pepper and some oil. Like, whoa, there's a lot happening here. And if we start to perceive what's in front of us, then we live in a state of gratitude, which then we're grateful. Then we're not selfish. Then we're not just thinking about ourselves. We're like, well, there's a whole bunch of people over a long period of time that helped make it happen for me to have these corn dogs or have a toaster in my house. And I think our kids, our kids will get it even deeper than we are. Because when I went around it with my kids, they were saying things like my, my daughter, Violet, got around to her again. Cause I'm just like, all right, let's just do a thing of gratitude. Like let's come up with all the things we can that we're grateful for this food because we're in such a routine that it's not mattering to us. And it came to, um, thank you that I can feed myself. And it's like, Oh my gosh, you think about that. I mean, some of you may have kids who can't feed themselves. And if you don't, there are people out there and they have something to be grateful for too. But the point was like, I'm going to sit here and have my kids complain or argue about their food or not like it, or they got more this, that, or the other. And then if you can get your kid to stop and go, whoa, I can feed myself. That's heavy if you really think about it. And the goal isn't to like live in this like heavy monastic state all the time, but to be aware of who we are and what's going on and that it's not all about me. Okay. Now the next thing. Uh, just to think about this same conversation that I've been having with my kids lately, my kids are ages eight to 15 is, Hey, this morning, did you, did you, did you pray? Right. Did you, when you woke up, because of what I've been noticing summer vacation is these kids, they have to read first, but then they'll roll on to like watch something or play some video games or something, which is cool. I get it. Summertime. But are you just getting up and just going to the first thing that is like, feed you in some real, real barbaric way. Like I want food and I eat, or uh, I want to just watch something and have my brain occupied, which is fine. I get the rest piece, but again, you have the opportunity to acknowledge that it's not all about you when you wake up in the morning or when you go to bed. So now if we can cultivate these, these five, and again, it's not like, oh, well, Ned said five, we have to do five. We have to pray five times a day. Totally missing the point. That's not what this is about. It's can we cultivate rhythm in our life where we're living in a state of gratitude and not just thinking of ourselves, not just thinking negative either. So when I wake up in the morning, is it, oh God, another day. Oh no, it's 6 a.m. Oh man, I thought I have another hour. You know, so what my grandmother always taught me, uh, Grandma Nevada, was when you first wake up, say, good morning, God. And I'm like, so it just, it's a habit for me. So I wake up, it's like, ah, oh, good morning, God. Thank you, you know, for this day. And I can even get in the routine of that. But as I've been talking about with my kids, it's not about, it's not about just saying good morning, God. It's like, what, what does that mean? It's when you're waking up, you're going, okay, this isn't just all about me. It's not, the whole world's not revolving around me. There's something bigger going on here. There's more people, there's more, more things happening that I need to be aware of. And if, if you wake up and you go, this is what we've been working on with our kids. Like, good morning, God. Right there, you're acknowledging you're not king of the world. There's something else. And if you even want to give it to humanity and, and the collectively people, you're, you're, you're acknowledging that it's not just you. <clears throat> and then learn this from, from Rob Bell on, a, on a, raw, a podcast of his recently that I just, it just resonated so much is to say, it's good to be Ned. So I've been trying to cultivate this with my kids in the morning. But you can never really live in full, 
full community with others and, and love others unless you are okay with you. Do you want to be someone else or do you want to be yourself? Do you like yourself? Oh, that's heavy. So teaching the kids. All right. Good morning, God. It's good to be Ned. It's good to be Brooklyn. And right there, you're acknowledging like, it's good to be me. It's good to be me. I'm going to go out. I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy who I am and bring the best of me to the world, not for selfish reasons, but so that I can be present and engage with those around me. So that's my thought. That's what's been on my mind lately. And you can do that in the morning when you eat and when you fall asleep. And at the end of the day, it's pausing and going, thank you for this day. Here's a win. Maybe here's an area where I I dropped the ball. Here's what I would like to do next time. And, and ending that day with a reflection on the day before and in a grateful attitude. Because a lot of times, if we're just left to our own, we're going to focus on the negative. Oh man, today was rough. I bet you could find something to be thankful for, or I bet you can find something that went well today. And I'm not saying every day needs to be this like, just, you know, <sighs> unicorns and rainbows. But we are in control of how we think. And if we don't take control of what we are thinking the world will allow us to think negatively. And by choosing to create rhythm throughout our days where we are reminding ourselves who we are and what we are a part of, we will find ourselves more on the path that we want continually day after day after day. All right. Hey, Monday's podcast was with Brad Oates. The dude was so cool. I met him on the snowboarding in uh, Tahoe with his boys. He he every year takes his boys for for seems like a couple weeks and just does some homeschooling and takes some snowboarding. And he works for Santa Cruz Skateboards. Lives in Santa Cruz. Living that Santa Cruz life. But here's what's powerful. He didn't lose his identity in raising his boys. He found a way, even at a very young age, to include them so that together they could live their life. And it's not just he's got his life outside and then his boys. So go check out that conversation. Really, really rad dude. I want to invite you to something. I've been sending a text message every Wednesday. It's the old hump day text since April 2015. Big group of dudes on there who get a text from me every Wednesday morning, 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I think of them every week. It could be a stepbrother's quote. It could be a Bible reference. It could be a thought I have, a quote from somebody, but something to help you know you're not alone when you wake up in the middle of the week to go love and serve your family and and go work for them, that you're not alone. There's other dudes doing it too. If you'd like to sign up, just go to rebelandcreate.com, click on the ship icon on the top left. It'll take you to a little page to throw your details in there. If you have not read my book, I've been getting tons of great feedback still, which is so encouraging as I feel like I'm on the journey and it's still serving me as a compass to be the father, husband, family man that I want to be rebel and create you can go get that on the website as well thank you to all you dads out there listening to rebel and creates craft of fatherhood podcast what you do matters don't be like everybody else be yourself that is who your kids spouse and community needs this is your guide ned shout together let's rebel against the view that fatherhood has little impact and create lives engaged in mastering the craft of fatherhood If you have a question about fatherhood, you want to throw me a little note about today, what you thought, I would love to hear it. You can uh, shoot me an email, net at rebelandcreate.com. I look forward to hanging out with you next time. 